Hi, my name is Sean Taylor. That's my cri- friend. That's my Chris friend Ford. Friend Chris Ford, aka the Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame. And listen, even though that we're still broken up over this D and D thing, we're gonna work and be good parents. You know, for you, even though we're we're we're, we're separated, but we're together as as parents to you people. And that's why we're here today. Bring it. Listen, I've been watching Ted Lasso all week. It's real emotional. It's real. It's messing with my with my heartstrings real bad. So, but welcome to Avatar: The Last Podcasters. This week we are ranking every Firebender, at least every Firebender of any kind of notable appearance within the canon Avatar universe. And Chris, thoughts, news. How are you? How you been? I am good. Boy, I don't even know what. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> Chris, I've got news, and uh, that's tomorrow. That was such, uh, that was such a a combination of words from someone who's like under some type of influence, which I've never been. You, it did, it felt disconnected and shoved together. But uh, I, I have news. I'm making a sizable Switch game purchase tomorrow. I'm buying my friend's uh, collection. Because he is, he's moving and he just decided he's kind of done with it. So I'm very selfishly spending lots of money tomorrow. So if you, you know, uh, have any like pity to, to give to somebody who doesn't deserve it, I'm very tight. It's very hard on me to do this, but I'm also very excited. I'm going to buy a bunch of Switch games tomorrow. I'm, I'm stoked, actually. It's probably this. How many? There's like 200 games in there. So you are, wait, how many do you have right now? I think I've got 350 and there's only about... Ooh, you'll be okay. <laughs> there's God, only... You must love this. You must love this system. <laughs> I think, well, I think it's the last, I honestly think it's the last system I'll ever kind of care about in any nostalgic way, but it's also like the first system I ever picked. Like, every other system I ever had just like came to me or was given to me or whatever. The first, This is the first one we ever picked and we're adults so it's probably the last one we'll ever have. But uh, in in that 200 over my 350, there's only like 40 to 50 of overlap. There's very little overlap, oh, okay. which is fantastic. So, yeah, I'm still you can sell you can sell the overlap. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to make some more room on the shelves, but I'm very excited. Like I said, it's probably the biggest silly like like uh, luxurious purchase that I've ever done for literally no reason. So that's pretty cool. Chris, do you want to rank some Firebenders? Let's do this again. Let's do this again, and I'm going to pay extra close attention to our microphone modulation this time. But the good news is they get the edited version, Chris. They don't get the they don't get the us, you know, rearranging stuff mid-show. They get the clean, the final cut. Well, maybe they like that. Maybe I, they like the rearrangement conversations and stuff going on. I kind of do. It feels real. You know what I mean when we yeah. do that. But But that's fine. But that's fine. Chris, here's how this is gonna go. I'm gonna name a name, and then you're going to you're going to what is going to you're gonna uh, you're going to explain our logic, and then we will explain uh, and or not apologize for we don't apologize for anything here, but we will quell your anger and outrage at our responses yeah. with with our thought process. And we have 25 of these. You dug up 25 noteworthy. I bet no one will guess number one. Nobody, Chris. I am comfortable saying that nobody outside of this call right here would guess number one. And Chris, I went back and I and I 
re-looked at some clips and yeah i'm more convicted than ever i'm more i was already con- nice. like you had me convinced from the beginning yeah even more convinced now let's start at number 25 let's start at the bottom work our way up number 25 is azulon which just kind of makes me chuckle <laughs> Did, uh, yeah, this is, this is we know he's a firebender. This just comes from a lack of knowledge and a lack of examples. So he's stuck at twenty five. I'm sure. I don't you know care to do too much speculation. It could have been crappy, but I don't know. So twenty five. You got to play the hand that you're dealt, and we got nothing to work with, Chris. It feels disingenuous when we screw things up and we have to re-record to to make the <laughs> same joke. You know what I mean? But I'm gonna make it, and I'm gonna say I bet he could. He couldn't create his own fire. He could only, only bend fire that was already there. Hashtag. Oh yeah, you did. You said I did. I didn't realize last time that was a joke. I thought you were just saying that. And I kind of thought it was cool. Like if it was a bender, but maybe he was like extra capable with it, like able to manipulate it a little better. He just couldn't create his own. Just couldn't. No, no. I was just making a Shyamalan joke. Oh yeah. Not a very good mind that. Um, I didn't. I didn't mind that change. I didn't. I listen. It's one of those things I piled on top of lots of other things in a bad movie. But just by itself, it's moderately inoffensive. Like, it's not like Aang yeah. creates air. True. You know. So yeah. But uh, not my favorite change. Number twenty-four. Key. Key. She is the sis- little sister of Zuko, who's not Azula. Uh, she's also the little sister of Azula as well. Um, half sister. Anyway. Her most notable firebending, she like bent fire through a steel door, which that was really cool. Like a whole hole in there. She is. Other than that, I don't see much from her. She's Anthony Richardson. She's the young person with a lot of potential. Last, a lot of young, like young person skill. High ceiling on her. Number 23, Yon Ra. Yon Ra. You know who Yon Ra is? You're a Yon loser. No, I'm kidding. No, he's a loser. <laughs> he, he really. That's really harsh. <laughs> hey, you missed this one episode where they said this guy's name? <laughs> You're an embarrassment. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a good trivia question. I've been doing. I mean, uh, what is the name of guitarist? Uh, it'll be hard to come up with other names, though. Anyway, yeah. uh, uh, what was I about to say? Oh, Yan Ra, the, he is the killer of Katara's mom. He was the leader of the Southern Raiders. So he must be a pretty notable, I think, you no know, firebending. We don't see much of him. In his old age, we do see him firebending a little bit. Um, and uh, yeah, so no, by default, he's uh, down there. At least he has some political clout, which I'm using as a segue to number 22, and that is Zhao, who... Yeah, Zhao... Zhao, while he is titled a master firebender, that's, like, just in title only, probably just from his career path, that, like, fire... Like, once you reach that certain rank, like, oh, yeah, you're a master. But he is... He got beat by season one Zuko in Agni Kai. Uh, I'm sure he is, and also he doesn't know the real ways of fire baiting. He uses it purely for aggression, mm-hmm. like more than anyone else we see in the show. Like there's there's almost no skill to it, just all aggression. Um, he gives other firebenders the bad reputation, 
It's it's guys like him. Definitely, definitely. I would also, yeah, you know, that's enough crap talking on Josh. Josh sucks, and he doesn't show himself well as a bender either. Chris, number 21 is Monkey. The Monkey? Monkey? I had the same question last time. I keep wanting to, I want to say Monkey, but then I think I'm making a joke, and that's not the case. He's the Rough Rhinos leader. Yeah, also the Killer of Jet. Man, we got... Lot of, not, not the killer of Jet. Uh, that is... <laughs> um, that was Long Fat. The killer of Jet's, like, fam... I family, suppose yeah. his family in his village. I think that's a reasonable uh, enough implication. I think so, too. I, I assume Jet had a family before. Because he's so... He's so freaking full of conviction uh, now that I'm pretty sure he had at least some parents. Because like, if you're, like, an orphan... <laughs> And at that time, if you're an orphan, you're probably... I'm imagining orphans are like Yoshi, that they're all just kind of abandoned. Um, you probably wouldn't have as much love for your village, and and when it's burned down, you probably wouldn't have as much hate and resentment for the fire agent. So I assume Jet had a family. Chris, if my parents die tomorrow, am I, not, am I an orphan? At what age is it okay for That's your parents to question. die, and then you're not an orphan anymore? Uh, I mean, probably 18. Okay. You know, that's probably the most logical answer that we could offer. Anyway, um, currently, just for the... I'm, I'm not an orphan. I'm, I'm fine. Number 20 is... So listen... Um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, you go ahead. I'm not reading that. Number 20 is where it feels like we're taking a really big jump. And you'd be like, how is this number 20? And just... All I can say is just wait. Just hold your breath. <laughs> Number 20 is Kurok and the other avatars that we will not name specifically, and I can't tell you those yet, but Kurok and the other avatars. And Chris, I think it's safe to say that Kurok was probably a fairly accomplished firebender, if I had to guess. I assume so. I should, you know, I mean, I should separate Kurok. Kurok was challenging other firebenders at Agni Kai's all the time. Yeah. Uh, so maybe I'm doing Kurok enough credit here. You know, let's put Kurok at... Well, Never mind. What if we won't so, change I, <laughs> I would say we don't have to change anything, be, but I think it yeah, would it be. Just, I would just separate him from the other avatars. If you said twenty A was Kurok and twenty B was yeah. the other avatars, um, I think that's reasonable. But like, yeah, yeah he was. He was a great fireman. And Whirly at number twenty is, I guess, is the part that's wild. They're like, we don't, we don't meet bad firebenders in the show. <laughs> Is is the issue? Sorry, we don't meet non-skilled firebenders in the show. <laughs> yeah. That uh, that being said, uh, oh, go ahead. I keep interrupting. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. The yeah, I mean, we can. It's safe to assume that all the avatars have mastered uh, firebenders <laughs> in, in this list. Um. So yeah. I uh, nineteen. Kyoshi? Kyoshi, um, she, firebending is probably the element she took to the easiest. Um, actually, I would probably think that's pretty for sure. Air, she can take easily. Earth, she can only do big things when she was concentrating. Water, Kyoshi's kind of a freaking clutch. She's not as, uh, um, smooth <laughs> and fluid. <laughs> it's her if any I feel like if any bending was the opposite it'll be water for her 
Uh, but fire came pretty after her. She was also able to breathe fire, I think, at least once without the Avatar state. I, um, yeah. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she did. I have a hard time separating her from, like, one time, one, one of the things that I'm like, do we get this right? Would be her or number 18, Aang. It's, to me, it's a toss-up. I don't know if I have a problem with the way it's ordered, but that's, like, a really close... It took mm-hmm. Aang much longer, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he's not a better firebender, of course. Yeah, one piece that um, is in Aang's favor is that he knows how to redirect lightning, and that is a firebending skill. Uh, and I don't think any, just anybody can redirect lightning. And he's a pretty natural firebender. Like, he picked it up pretty easily when he met John Jong. Um, he did learn from the dragon, so he, he understands the element very well. Um, and he yeah uses a pretty good effect. You will always get bonus points for me if you learn something from dragons. Hundred percent works your way into into my heart. Number seventeen is lightning bolt Zolt. Yes, lightning bolt Zolt, the gang leader in Republic City, kind of a one trick pony. He does a lot of lightning bending, and uh, I mean, he does do it in a really cool and fluid way. He's definitely a master of it. Uh, yeah. So he's, he's there. I don't see him doing any other firebending. It is. It, it's a one-trick pony, but you mentioned he looks natural at it. Like, it's not like he just figured out how to do this thing and then never progressed ever. Like, clearly it is a practiced art for him. So, yeah, that feels good. Number 16, we put Korra. Avatar Korra. This is definitely an element that she utilized the most, which is interesting because she is a, a native waterbender. Uh, I mean, we see her using firebending while she's on top of a like 20-foot typhoon going at 20 miles per hour, at least, probably 40. Yeah, 20 is way too slow. Um, see her do other various things. She, she uses the element very well. Um, even in her firebending tests, like her use of firebending is tactful. It's also um, be harsh. Uh... Yeah, she's a really great firebender. She shows a lot of prowess in firebending, I think especially in season one. You know, opposite of waterbending kind of makes sense, but personality-wise, she feels like a person who would be good at firebending. And I mean that yeah. in, a, in a good way. Number 15, we have Zhang Zhang. Zhang Zhang. Zhang Zhang doesn't enough credit. <clears throat> Holding him back is that he doesn't have the basic... Not the basic. It's, 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 he doesn't, <laughs> he have doesn't know the, the basics of firebending. Yeah. He doesn't have the understanding of what the element can truly be. He only sees it for the destruction that fire causes. But he's a really powerful firebender. Like, um, um, during Sosa's comment, he's using the jet propulsions like, very in a very good way. Um, he's just as probably better than anyone except for Ozai during Sosa's comment. Uh, he can build huge freaking walls. Even not during Sosa's comment, he built a huge wall, even though, well, I don't know. I mean, that was more so of a trick because Zhao just walked straight through it. He was like, this is a trick. Um, but on Day Black Sun, he, he was a freaking astonishing firebender. I... Yeah, uh, 
he just went too far to the opposite end of the of the spectrum. But you know, there's some mm-hmm. skill in there somewhere. I think. Hmm. Yeah, you know, I'm almost wondering. You said we, if we got enough credit, but I'm sitting here looking. I was like, it's a good thing we're not going head to head because, like, there's a lot of people below him that would beat him just by nature of actually using the element. <laughs> <laughs> it's the nature of like using it but no we're we're not going that route so I think that's right Chris I think this is where things start to get uh, kind of interesting kind of kind of spicy if you will that's number 14 you have Juan the OG Juan the OG avatar am I, am I volume check is it all still good yep okay. volume yeah no okay. I can still see both right. of our volumes right. modulating <laughs> I just we'll just Break up. It just it's better to break up the podcast and check then after record. It's like a ten um, second we well, call it in the radio when they're like ten well we gotta take ten seconds for a station identification. This, yeah, this I gotta right. take ten seconds to check our microphones. Um one, he learned he was like the first person to see learning from the dragon. And I feel mm-hmm. like what took him above is that I think in no other character does the element feel like a true extension of themselves. Maybe that's done because there's exposition on top of showing him training with a dragon and that other guy being like, Juan, he, he does it like it's a to himself. Like, I've never seen someone firebending like that. Uh, also, Juan used firebending in his fight against uh, Unavat, not Unavat, just Vatu. I think even before he went to the Altar State. Uh, so he's a very well accomplished firebender. Juan is like, like uh, on first take or whatever when they're having the argument about like you take that guy and you pluck him in today's NBA Chris put him in today's NBA <laughs> um, that's how I always feel about one but no uh, I always I hate think... I always hate those arguments because like they never say if you take it if you take an NBA player today and put it back then if you take right the if you put NBA Steph player, Curry in the NBA <laughs> before the three-point line existed like obviously that's <laughs> be great um, we, you know, we do fall a little bit on different sides of that argument because, as a general rule, people get bigger. Um, they get bigger, better, and faster, and, and more talented. And that and doesn't stuff, necessarily but. mean you know better at at a thing, but I think in general humans get bigger, best. But in one's case, you know, is there some sort of extra level of like, like there's no telephone game. It's like pure learning it from the from the lion turtle. Like that's got to count for something. He put up a fight against Vatu just by himself with no knowledge of firebending other than what he learned from the fire uh, from the lion the turtle. Dragon. Like oh, from the dragon. Pardon from me. the dragon. Yeah. Um. Like yeah, there's something to be said for that. So no, I'll bite. Uh, that's just yeah. what that argument reminds me of. Is is uh the if you took him if you took that man and put him in today. Um, number thirteen is Zuko. Prince, aka Firelord Zuko. I know people will be surprised. Like official Avatar sites. What I'm curious about. I'm kind of curious to look at the yeah, just like Ranker.com Firelord Right, they probably have Zuko way high, but Zuko's really good. Like Zuko's lucky to. He's he's right where actually he's lucky he didn't get lower because mm-hmm. uh, there's a couple firebenders here that man why did I put why did, anyway Zuko number thirteen he knows how to redirect lighting um, 
And that's probably what gives him the edge over these Nets, too, is that he knows how to redirect lightning, and he learned from the Dragons. I don't give too much credence to for, like, Zuka learning and Aang learning from a Dragon, because they were there for, like, a day. Like, <laughs> like Juan was there for a long time. Like, you saw his, his hair change to show the grass, the the, t- the changing of the time. <laughs> to show that time <laughs> had passed. Yeah. Um, but still, Zuko's a really great firebender. Man. We, we gave, I, we didn't give too much credit to redirecting lightning, but, but sort of to Zuko's study, um, and just like longevity, like getting to see young Zuko and the progression to old Zuko and Korra. Like, I think we gave that some credit in our initial yeah. discussion. Yeah. And again, these rankings aren't necessarily who we think would win in a fight like this isn't ranked by who is the strongest this is ranked by who's the best at their element given their skills their strength um and other things like yes i can't think of mostly like how varied are they in 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 understanding of their element you know that's why zuko is oh i'm fine with zuko being 13 why am i oh my gosh i'm freaking Tripping right now. Uh, he's he's yeah. right where I want it. Where am I? Yeah. Thirteen's a great spot for him. Uh, I like the way mm-hmm. that you said it better. But I'm going to summarize and say it's not who would win a fight so much as like who would you want on your team? What firebenders would you write? You want the diversity, the skill, the power. Chris, number twelve is Rangi. Yes, Rangi. Probably my. Is she my favorite firebender. Let me see. Mm-hmm. Is she? No, she's not. Stop it, Chris. Get out. Well, of, get out of here. She, 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 she's my favorite person. She's my favorite firebender. As in, like, I like when this person uses fire the most. Not that I like this character the most. Hmm. I wouldn't have guessed that either. But well, fair enough. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah, I'm looking at this list. So yeah. Uh, Ronki, we're only getting young Ronki, but there's, I mean, there's an immense amount of skill displayed at even her young yeah. age. Uh, great tutelage, right? Literally learned from the best of her time, which is very exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she learned from Heron, who I'll just go ahead and skip ahead, is at number 11. Yeah, uh, These two, segue. if you want to swap them, that's perfectly fine. I don't see any reason. Oh, well, we, the got, we, we just Heron have more. Higher. Yeah, we have more <clears> tangible <throat> evidence of of yeah, you know, Heron just yeah. literal killing people for sport. <laughs> I don't think she killed people. She didn't like maim and like severely injure people. Uh, but she probably also did kill other. Did you just people. incidentally quote but, Dobby from the Harry Potter movie? I didn't. I didn't oh. mean to. Yeah, I guess oh, I okay. did. That's a good quote. But oh, what did uh, Dobby say? Dobby only meant to maim or seriously yeah. injure. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite lines <laughs> from those movies. Uh, it's <laughs> so so earnest. Yeah, I think we just have more hard evidence that Heron that she was like one of the baddest mofos on the planet. Will will right not not about talent, but like the will she do it, and the answer being yeah. <laughs> And I think we just also, she's a great. That. Also, like there's there's uh, more experience because she is a teacher, 
Like she, <clears throat> like Rangi isn't a teacher, so I give um, I give <laughs> Heron a little bit more credit for that. Heron also like she's <clears throat> on a couple of team avatars essentially. Like she's sort of the, got the worldly experience that cannot be. Uh, I don't know that you're not born with. You can only acquire that over time. So that's kind of count for something. Mm-hmm. Chris, number 10 is Zhu. Zhu, the, the leader of the Yellow Necks. He fought Avatar Kyoshi. <clears throat> he was probably, he was one of the first lightning benders and it was freaking amazing to, to, to just read. Like I had to, I think when I first read that, is he the first I reread it lightning like bender twice. that we have, uh, like that we know as canon? See the first one. Yes. <clears throat> yep. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So he's he's a great firebender. Um, and yeah, but his main his main thing is being lightning bend. I mean, he lightning bends the crap out of Kyoshi like several times. And we only see like fresh out of prison, Jew. Like we don't even see. You yeah, know, we yeah. get a small glimpse. You don't get him. Like there's no way that that guy didn't have a little rust to shake off, mm. and oh. just didn't didn't get to. So, uh, yeah, I think leader of of a horrifying tribe of bandits slash first lightning bender. That's kind of cool. Number nine. Speaking of lightning benders, is Mako. Number nine, Mako, volume check. Number nine, <laughs> Mako. Um, he's a, a great lightning bender. <clears throat> he he might be. Well, he's probably like the third best lightning bender. We'll get to some coming up, but he's no probably fourth best. <laughs> he he lightning bend with just a flick of the wrist. Like Amon had his bending. Uh, Amon had him blood bended, and Mon, and Mako was able to still. Summon lightning just from one little flick. That definitely means something. He's a very capable firebender. Um, you know, also using, utilizing the more modern fighting styles. Uh, yeah, he's probably in, in Legend of Korra's time frame. I would gather he's probably the second best. No, probably third best firebender. That seems reasonable to me. Number eight is Sozin. Fire Lord Sozin. Like, he... Uh, when he attacked Avatar Roku, that was a great display of firebending. Probably one of the greatest displays of firebending without a power-up associated with it. Uh, and he also knew a little bit of lightning redirection. Like, he was able to redirect the heat, which confused the crap out of me still. He was able to <laughs> take the heat from the volcano and exit it out. So that's a very highly skilled technique. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Has the same powers as a fan. Cool. No, I think... <laughs> I mean, he took on Fire Lord... Uh, Fire Lord Roku. Not Fire Lord... Goodness, I can't talk. Avatar Roku Avatar. won. Yeah. So that's got to say something uh, without, you know, without an Avatar state or any other bending styles. Chris, that's a great segue to number seven, which is Roku. Yeah, Roku pretty much just copy and paste everything from Sozin, but he was slightly better at it. Um, he, let's see, what can I think of? Uh, same techniques and stuff. Um, you know, this he's an avatar. This is a native element. Like, you know, he's a, he's a great firebender. And again, you get one of the sort of 
bigger, badder displays of firebending period from, from Roku, just like a single instance. So that's very exciting. Chris, number six, we had a pretty good talk about him in our failed recording of this. Combustion Man, number six, Combustion Man, who I assume his real name is probably Phil. You know, I really hope one day we learn what his name is. Uh, Zuko knows his his name because when Sokka's like, you you sent Combustion Man after, after us? And he's like, well, yeah, but that's not his name. Oh, I'm sorry we don't know your friend's name. He's not my friend. He doesn't say the name, does he? No, but he knows the name. He called friend One buddy. Uh, <laughs> that reminds me of, never thought of that. Always, it's it's so dark, sort of. But the on Brooklyn Nine Nine, that Jake is like best friends with that serial killer. Uh, no, the the car thief, Doug Judy. No, he he is friends with Doug Judy, and and that's cool. But he's also friends with that with that uh, cannibal. Oh, in prison. Yeah, yeah, in prison. His kid. I was like, Like, Judy's not a killer. What the hell, Chris? No, (laughs) he got some weird fan theories. Like he kills people and steals their cars. Judy's pretty. I love Judy. He's like my favorite character in that show. Yeah, the the cannibal in prison. Okay, I'm with you. (laughs) The guy's weird. Those are so funny because, like, I don't know, it's just so funny that they, they like, they are good. Like, Jake understands, Jake does, like, they, they get along, they have a little bit of banter back and forth, but he is, like, like a child killer. Like, he likes to eat babies. Chris, I'm going to call that a that friend funny? of, I'm going to go, the, I'm going to call that a friend of circumstance more than a real friend. <laughs> no, a, yeah, they're not really <laughs> friends, but he acts friendly. Yeah, it's because he's got Definitely a natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably because yeah, he has a natural tendency to get charisma. Along, yeah, and make and make connections. <laughs> um, anyway, combustion man who has a real name, <laughs> combustion man, combustion man, freaking freaking combustion bin. Oh, we was also talking that we would probably put the other combustion benders from the Kyoshi novels. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> In there, probably from, around his from his... Uh, the Yang Chin novel, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What are they called? Unit um, something, unity. Oh Unip- my gosh, you know, you know, unanimity, 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 unanimity. I keep wanting to say United yeah. We Stand, which is the EDO card. I, I feel like I'm not getting it, so I should be getting excited for this book coming up. We talked about it in the last episode. <sighs> I feel like the more I'm thinking about it, the more I'm just like, more unanimity. More of me going in my brain, unanimity. I haven't even thought about it since we talked about it, and that's bad, because usually after, I want you to take this as a compliment, usually after podcast night, uh, like I'll lay in bed and I'll think about stuff, be like, yeah, that was good, yeah, that's bad, or like, oh, I totally forgot about this, I'm glad Chris reminded me, you know, like, good stuff. I haven't yeah. I, I haven't thought about that book after we talked, and that's, that's just a bad sign, is all I can say. Uh, combustion Man. Learn more, more about Kyoshi. No, I'm at Yang Chen. Dang it. Uh, combustion Man is who we likened him to Rudy Gobert, and we went on it on a on a Timberwolves NBA tangent. But like being really, really good at one really cool, really helpful thing. Like we don't want to undersell how cool that one thing is, and that's why he's up yeah, this high. Like he's at number six. Thing is, though, like he was fairly. 
like unbeatable. Like Aang didn't even scratch him in their fight. And he was whole all all Team Avatar kept running from him. He was big and athletic too, and the claws like just as a whole as a whole being. He's a terrifying human being, and he got beat by a fluke. Yeah, just a fluke. Just a fluke. I mean, it's like, a biblical oh, yeah, okay. parable, re- not a parable, a biblical retelling, and that that's it. That's what took him down. But no, Combustion Man, it, it is a one-trick pony. It's just that it's an amazing trick. It is a trick that you definitely want <laughs> on your team. You want the seven-foot-three guy that's moderately nimble for his size. But that is a great segue yeah. into, one of I think, one of our favorites, which is number five, one of my favorites maybe, Pali, who is Combustion Man, except for, like, she can wanted bullet curve that stuff. That's amazing. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, Pali, it's like Combustion Man, but, like, it's like Mach 2. Like, she can freaking curve the bullet, like, wanted. Great movie. Thought about this last mm-hmm. night. I think it's a great movie. Uh, I think it's it's an okay movie that I find myself watching about once a year, regardless of my feelings. It makes me come back, Chris. But also, she is an amazing firebender. Like, when she breaks out of prison, fresh out, Zuko on his dragon, the dragon breathes fire on her, and she just blocks it and evaporates it. Like, holy crap. They're also... This doesn't count for, like, her bending prowess. It's just something I like about her character. It's one thing to have Combustion Man as, like, this really cool mercenary who just does it for money. But there's, like, a there's like a better underlying sense of motivation for Pali, like a different drive, a different motivation that probably makes her slightly more intimidating in a different way. Like, if you could pay Combustion Man more money, would he just stop chasing you? Like, probably. <laughs> but Zico uh, did offer him more money. Oh, and it didn't work. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. mission to do well. I retract my statement. But no, there's a, a just a better underlying motive for Pali, and she's a great character, which again doesn't play into her power. It's just something. She might be my favorite person who Firebender. Yeah. Oh, okay. Greatest yeah. death. Greatest death in the show. Mm, yeah. Holy oh, crap. So you cool. know what? No, so we should cool. rank we should rank death. ranking the death because I just disagree with you. I was about to say what I think is the greatest death. Don't spoil it. We'll get to ranking it. Yeah, Don't spoil it. Come back Gotta in a few weeks. We're now. ranking deaths. This stuff's going to get dark. I'm going to bring Heather down here. We're going to get consultation <laughs> from an expert. Oh, God. Yeah. Consultation from... That makes it sound like Heather is dead. Like she's died before. I got an greatest... expert on death. Does <laughs> it? There are only so many even on-screen deaths. Oh, yeah, we're going to have to... And I think we have to limit... Like, we're going to have to pick deaths that we that we get to experience the scene on screen or in the books, right? We can't, like... Like, I'm going to say, Ooh, like, I, I, would scrub, I would scrub Katara's and, and Sokka's mom out, right? Like, I want, like, on-screen, in-scene deaths. I, 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 think, I think we could include it if it's on... And alluded to, like Katara's mom hmm. is. Like we're like we're in that flashback, but like on the okay, other I, hand, at Yahtzee, least a flashback. I need a bare minimum. I need a, an experience, yeah. not just a story. Yeah, Gyatso wouldn't count. Yes, I'm like, sure we see his dead body, and it's probably no awesome glimpse, so. for the record. Yeah, yeah, his death was probably the coolest. 
So that's whatever probably he the did, with. whatever he did to the fifty other firebenders around him was clearly awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I would, I'll I'll stop my feet at at least an experience. If we get a good flashback, I I think that's like it gives you something to work off of. That's not just a, a, a retelling, I guess. Mm. So, oh yeah, let's do that. Let's rank deaths. And police, yeah, the official YouTube channel won't rank that. They, They're too weak to do that. Too soft <laughs> over there on yeah. that channel. Uh, but Pali would be very high on this list. How how high? I don't know, Chris, but it should be pretty high. Mm. Also, as it turns out, tremendous firebender. Number four yes. is Azula. Princess Azula, volume check. Princess Azula. <laughs> Does Chris have some type of... Uh, the speech and <laughs> just blurt out things. Um, Princess Zula. Uh, one of the best lightning benders there is. Like, she's the first one we see. No, she's not. She's the second one we see lightning bending. Uh, we see Iroh do it. Um, she is. I don't see Iroh redirecting lightning. We don't see him. Anyway, not for I think she's, she's the amazing. first person we see. I think she is. She is. Ben Lightning. Arrow redirects Lightning from in the episode of the Storm, but we don't see him to that point, like conjured Lightning and bend it himself. That might make Azula's like bending it less shocking until you sit there and think, like, no, there again, she produced that with her fingers. Yeah. Um, she became so freaking skilled at it. Like Mako, she can do it with just a, her whole body tightly. Paralyzed her whole body, and Azula was able to lightning bend with just her arms constrained, and she bends lightning out. Also, she can like make constructs with her lightning. She can make balls of lightning. She can make different things with her lightning. She's probably the most like skilled savvy with the lightning. Everyone else is more just like I'm creating lightning. She's like I'm gonna create this thing out of lightning. And then we get to fire bending. She has blue fire, which is a whole another freaking level, uh, and she's very proficient at it. She is the prodigy of all prodigies when it comes to uh, fire bending. Um, and she, they're keeping keeping in mind that like she's young too. Right? We, she, she goes, uh, she needs help before we can see peak Azula, um, and so it's. I know they kind of got to factor that in you don't get to see peak Azula, but like the potential there feels untapped, which is unfortunate Mm. unless, you know, you like the good guys winning, in which case it's probably a good thing. (laughs) Chris, number three. And I feel like this is where, uh, this is where things things get heated. I feel like pun intended. I am pretty solid on each of these and where they're at. I know they're top three, but I'm solid on like exactly where I have them ranked at. Or we have them right now. Chris, are you, are you ready for this then? You sound like you are. You, you sound very convicted. Number three is yes. Iroh, the Dragon yes. of the West. Iroh, the Dragon of the West. Sorry, Iroh fans. I am Iroh, my favorite character in Avatar, the, the show. Um, Iroh, creator, lightning redirection. He is a dragon of the West, learned from the dragons. Um, he is a renowned and feared general of the Fire Nation. Um, and he knows how to lightning bend. 
like also redirecting like thunder like natural thunder i think is is it's probably uh something he did that is un- underrated i think because like natural thunder when it's not even pointed at anything and it's not directed at you and you just redirect it i think it's a pretty boss move um He's he's it's a rough fiber to see that all through and through. Saw it on Chelsea's Comet Day through a huge freaking fire blast to the front walls of Boston USA. Uh amazing firebender and also a great teacher. And his actual dragon breath move is is yeah, one yeah. of the more visually appealing things just to watch in the whole show, in my opinion. Like it's just mm-hmm. I don't know. It's it's peak. It's what you want to see out of like a peak firebender with a dragon breath move. Um, it it feels. I know it feels dirty that his his that it's this low, but try to keep those. Try to keep those spiritual elements a little separate. If you're thinking about this, or if you're thinking about our logic, and hopefully that makes you feel better about it. Yep. Final thoughts on Iroh before we move ahead. It feels so final to move away from Iroh. Uh, no, let's go to number two. Number two is Fire Lord Ozai. Fire Lord Ozai. People are like, wait, what? Yeah, who's what is number that? one? What? Yeah, I know, right? Chris, if I didn't have the list in front of me, that's what I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Fire Lord Ozai. He is just by way of the story. From the creators, what they say. He's the greatest firebender of that time and it, it only makes sense but they also show it like not just it's not just talk it's all show on the day of black sun when he tries to manipulate zuko into staying so he can kill him he did a freaking double lightning strike i don't think i've ever seen anyone do a the double lightning strike like it's one thing to just like have one hand lightning beam, but two hands you're able to do that that very impressive as I, it's not. It's not like it literally takes twice the talent, but like somewhere in there, like yeah, it takes at least you know twice the focus and concentration and sort of innate ability to do it twice as to once. Or if it's you know if bending lightning once for an unskilled person is dangerous, then bending it out of both fingers like there's got to be a duplicative implication in there, doesn't there? And then that doesn't even, I mean, that like goes without saying, like he takes on the Avatar and puts up in a tremendous fight. Yeah. Against a fantastic Avatar. Yeah, and, and even if we, if we, even if we look at the way he bends during Susan's Comet, it is, it seems far superior than the other bender, other firebenders we see. By the way he does that, like, they call it, like, a fire seed, and it, like, is seeding. Like, it sounds like we, like, a stove starting to turn on, so, like, or, like, gas running, like, and then, it, uh, and he's, he's, he was way more agile, I think, with his feet, uh, proportions than anyone else. There's a lot of grandeur and sort of practice to all of his movements. Like it just sort of implies heavy refinement to a tremendous degree. Um, 
Yeah, it's hard to imagine that he's number two. But Chris, uh, would you would you care to regale us as to why he's number two? Share with us your your wisdom and and no, your number one pick. Number one, I, I think it would be shocking to people. Maybe not shocking because no, after they hear it and then and I give them it will be the initially. Shocking. About, oh yeah, okay, yeah, initially shocking. Uh, it is General Iroh, and you might be like, "Wait, what? what? Oh, you just said General Iroh." I <laughs> thought he was number the three. Other General Iroh, uh, you clowns. Yeah. <laughs> General Iroh the second. You know, you're thinking, man, he's weak. Go back. You can look this up on YouTube. He is without a doubt, I think, the best firebender. Like no power ups, nothing. Just plucked into a situation. That he is unfamiliar with. <laughs> Planes were just invented. Like, this is the first time they're used. And he is fighting airplanes on top of them, jumping. And his jet propulsion is, like, on par with, like, Iron Man's Mach 1 suit. Like, he's jumping off of stuff, just flying around with jet propulsions. His lightning bending is really quick and direct. Um... His his fire bending is is very quick. It's very powerful. He just puts on a whole display of just like if you just want, like it's it's like someone's highlight reel in basketball or something. It's like oh man, it's like it's like watching Kobe's eighty one points. I um I just watched the episode of Modern Family yesterday. Where the family, I don't know if you're a modern family guy. I'm liking this. It's my first time through. I'm liking it so far. But they go to a Lakers game and and Kobe's there. And it's just like, it's like very early season two. I just got a little, just a little teardrop, just a water core in my eye. Oh, man. Right there. And really all Kobe does is just like, they, because Phil, the the dad who's who's dumb, I do not mm. like Phil as a character. I know you're not supposed to. I like Phil. Phil annoys the shit out of me and he's dumb and I don't like him. But he, he, like, yells at Kobe that he, like, has a question or whatever, but then he doesn't actually have anything lined up. And Kobe's like, you got a pregame, you, like, you got a pregame practice, <laughs> that stuff, you know what I mean? And then he runs off, and that's all that happens. But just just a little water in my eye. But anyway, Modern Family's good stuff. Chris, the, the best part. Oh, this, oh, sorry, this is a great clip of Modern Family where, <laughs> where like, the kids – I listening to the answering machine. Like, it's really, really old answer machine. And Claire, like, leaves a message on Phil. It's like when they're first dating. She leaves a message on Phil's answer machine. It's like, Phil, it's Claire. Like, how did he talk to you about something? Like, it's, it's like, really important. It's like life or death. And she's like, well, no, it's not death, but it's life. It's like, I got to tell you personally, well, it's, it's, it's life. Oh, okay, whatever. I'm, I'm pregnant. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, like, the kids are listening to this because they're going through, like, old junk. And then she's like, "Oh, we were newlyweds." And then, like on the, on the other machine, she's like, "Oh, we just, uh, I'm sorry, you know, you don't have to marry me or anything, you know, oh, that stupid Duran Duran concert." And then uh, Haley is like, "I was conceived at a Duran Duran concert." <laughs> she's like, "No, not at the concert in the car in the parking lot." It was a, <laughs> but, and then I forget the middle child's name. Uh, and then, then the military goes like, "Man, I'm surprised Alex? they kept it." Alex, Alex, yeah. I was like, "I'm, I'm surprised they kept it." 
It is. <laughs> um, I have a name. Excuse me. <laughs> and then she was like, "No, I was talking about the answering machine." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, I, I, we really I'm are sorry. loving the show. We we burned through a whole season in in a few days. We're loving the show. I just I do I don't like Phil at all. He can. I haven't watched every episode. I probably watch inadvertently like probably closed episodes, but I like more than to watch. It's it's good dinner TV, and we oh. tend to like dinner TV shows that are half an hour instead mm. of the yeah. full hour, right? Because we sit down, we eat, we watch, and then we actually go be productive adults. But um, yeah. Chris, what I, what I like best that's a big that's a big digression from Kobe to Modern Family to answering machines. What I like best about Iroh the Seconds clip, right? So it's like okay, well, there's really just one display that you get of of his abilities, but it's so complete, like everything is in there, and it's back to back to back to back. And in my opinion, that makes it undeniable. It's not like he went and did this thing this one time. No, this is like a this is like a uh, what am I trying to say? Like an ad hoc, like off the cuff, but using every skill in his in his toolbox, and all of those skills are amazing. So it's the best possible clip, like <clears throat> one clip that proves everything that you need to see. Yeah, it feels disingenuous because it is just one clip. And you're like, I could stand to watch some more of that. It's like, well, yeah, he could, but maybe he's too op. Maybe the maybe everything would be over too fast. But it it really is fan. Just go watch that clip, and you can't you can't find another clip in the Avatar universe. Another snippet of where a person could put all those things together like he does, which makes him a, a perfect <clears throat> choice for the top pick. Final thoughts. Final He's number one. Final defenses. I think I don't. I think after people listen, or especially like even if they're doubting, I think if they go watch the clip and think about it, I, th- I think it would be yeah. hard to argue. So, hey, but do <clears throat> do do argue. Tell us your comments. Give us your thoughts. Um, let us know how you feel. But definitely go watch that clip first. But tell us tell us how you feel about you know Firebenders or any of the benders that we've ranked so far. We hope you're watching them all. And as always, I'll I'll put the dis- the what do I put? I put stuff. I put details down in, down in the gosh, Chris, I'm losing my marbles here. I will put all the information that you need, just like I always do in the description down below. Next week, we do have one more. It's not to discount the non-benders, but we kind of needed a, a quick one for next week. So we are going to wrap up with non-benders next week, which will look and feel a little bit different, but come back for that. And then maybe, gosh, I'm really excited to rank deaths. Now I'm stoked. We're going to have to come back with that sooner than later. That's going to be fun. But in the meantime, also, if you don't mind sparing us your likes, subscriptions, reviews, whatever you're willing to spare for us, that would be amazing. We'd appreciate it. My name's Sean. That's my friend Chris Board, a.k.a. The Objective Geek of YouTube and Twitter fame, uh, Twitter unbanned fame. And thanks for listening to Avatar The Last Podcasters. We'll see you next time. Goodbye. I'm not going to check on my kids. They were asking about something. This is why I shouldn't let them have a sleep. <laughs> Might be the weirdest unmuted conversation on an outro of all time. <laughs> <laughs>